0: Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Welcome back to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. I am so excited that you're here for another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about vaginismus. It is a condition that can make it impossible to achieve penetration, insertive sex, or simply inserting things into the vagina like a tampon or a finger. And I want to share with you a client confession. And it is this. I've been married for five years and I still have not had intercourse with my husband. That's a confession from someone that I've worked with who had vaginismus. Notice that I said had. She used to have vaginismus and now she does not struggle with that anymore. So let's get into the topic. This condition needs to be discussed in public. It needs to be talked about publicly. We are getting to the place where we're talking about painful sex more often, but I would love us to get to the place where we're talking about all the different flavors and facets of sexual dysfunction because it helps people to feel seen. And one day I'm going to start having guests on the podcast that are experts on pelvic health and vaginal health and all of that who can give more insight. But for right now, I want to talk to you about what I know about vaginismus. Vaginismus is a condition that many people struggle with in their relationships with themselves at the doctor's office. Vaginismus is a condition that can make it impossible to get something into the vagina. Now, I'm referring to a condition that does not have a physical barrier, like keeping anything from getting into the vagina. There is a canal. You can get your period. Blood flows out. All of that. But there could be significant muscle tightness and fear of pain and fear of insertion that is preventing you from being able to, A, put in a tampon, B, insert a finger, three, go to the gyne and get a speculum inserted to look at your cervix, four, have penetrative sex, five, insert a sex toy, imagine, just imagine that you have never had intercourse, You've never had a reason so far to insert your finger into your vagina or anything like that. And you're in your first relationship in which you are comfortable having intercourse. Now, I don't know if this is in marriage. I don't know if you're not married, but you have chosen to have intercourse at this time. And if you've never put anything in there before, this could literally be the first time that you discover that nothing is getting into your vagina. I have had this experience with so many of my one-on-one clients who tell me that they found out about their vaginismus on their wedding night. Maybe they did have difficulties inserting a tampon when they were like 12, 13, 14, and they tried to insert the tampon, but it just didn't go in. So they told themselves that was just how they were created. That's just me. I can't get the tampon in. I don't know what's going on. And they just rushed, rushed past that. And then there are people who you had a horrible experience at the gynecologist. You went to go get your pelvic exam and you had excruciating pain with your pelvic exam. Inserting that speculum for you was so horrible that you blacked out. Maybe you started crying or just maybe you felt traumatized. This is real. Medical trauma is real. And if you're telling someone that you have a lot of pain, that you need them to be gentle, that you need them to stop, that you need them to use a child-sized speculum. Okay, break. Quick break. You can definitely be using a child-sized speculum to get your pelvic exams. They don't have to use the adult one. You can ask for that. You can even ask for numbing cream that they can put around the opening of the vagina. There are so many things that you can do, but essentially you need a provider who's listening to you. You need one who's listening to you and you deserve to have your pain validated, your fears even validated. So maybe you had a difficult time with pelvic exams and tampons, but you didn't really have a name for this condition. You didn't know what it was. And so now you're in your relationship or narrow in your marriage and you're trying to have some form of penetrative intimacy, and it is not happening. It may feel like you're hitting a brick wall every time you try to do it. It may feel like there is a like a barrier to getting things inside. Like you're just stuck. And you some people say they can't even find the hole. Everyone is different. And so if you've always had a difficult time or even inability to insert things into your vagina, whether it's a tampon, finger, speculum, penis, sex toy, then this is primary vaginismus. You've never been able to get things in from the first time that you've tried. Primary vaginismus. And vaginismus, currently what we're learning is that it's not so much about an involuntary muscle spasm. But it's about pelvic floor muscle tightness and a fear of pain or a fear of insertion. The combination of the two can make it very difficult to achieve insertive sex, to achieve tampon insertion, and so forth. Now, you might also find yourself guarding. You might feel like the muscle is contracting. But what we're seeing is not so much an involuntary muscle spasm that can be seen among all people who have vaginismus. We're not seeing that everyone who has vaginismus has this involuntary muscle spasm. There was a study that looked at women who have vaginismus and women who just have pain with sex, meaning things can get in and out of the vagina, but it's hurting. It's hurting a lot or it's hurting minimally. And then women who have vaginismus who are not able to get anything in. They're not able to have penetration. And what they saw was that those who were believed to have vaginismus, they did not see an involuntary muscle spasm that only happened with those with vaginismus. That was not present. The differing factors were the amount of muscle tension was significantly greater for people who have vaginismus. And there was usually some avoidance of insertion, fear of pain, or more distressing thoughts and behaviors surrounding vaginal insertion, okay? That is the difference between someone who just is experiencing sexual pain, which is valid, and we need to talk about that. We're going to continue talking about sexual pain, dyspareunia, vulvodynia, all of those things, but vaginismus, there was not... Some involuntary muscle spasm that was just happening that prevented insertion. It was significant muscle tightness combined with fear, combined with distressing behaviors, combined with avoidance. You might be clenching your legs closed or you might be clenching your butt, right? You might even start crying at the thought of intercourse. So there's emotions involved. And there's emotions involved with any type of pain, but we're talking specifically about vaginismus. And so many of my clients have told me that they found out about the vaginismus on their wedding night. And I can't imagine the level of disappointment, the level of confusion, maybe feeling betrayed by your bodies, especially for religious people who have decided to wait. They've committed to waiting and not having intercourse, not having sexual activity with people they are not married to. And now they've waited all this time. They've gotten to this point and nothing can get in. So this is what I want to say. I am religious. I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in the Bible. I also respect people who don't believe in God. I respect people who are gay. I respect people who are transgender. I, that And that is why I try to, to use the inclusive language because... My beliefs have nothing to do with your beliefs. I can't make someone think a certain way. I want everyone who comes to my platform to feel included, to feel like this information is for them too. So even if your goal is not penis and vagina, we say that a lot in the vaginismus community, y'all, PIV is this term that we use for penis and vagina, but also penetration and vagina because you got to get that pelvic exam. You got to go see the doctor. We want you to at least. It's your choice. Maybe you want to use a tampon. Maybe you want to put your finger in your vagina. Listen, regardless of how you identify, we want to talk about this and we want to normalize the conversation. I don't want you to feel broken anymore. And that's one of the things that I struggle with as someone who has polycystic ovarian syndrome, because if I'm just being honest with you, yes, sometimes I'm like, I should be getting my period every single month and I don't and I'm not pregnant you know how that makes me feel? That makes me feel like I'm not woman enough. It. I know I'm not supposed to think that way. I'm more than my period. I'm more than my uterus. But that's how I feel. And that is what a lot of people tell me that have vaginismus. They're like, I don't feel feminine. Or they'll say, I feel broken. Or they'll say, I feel just so much shame. Like they almost feel like it's their fault, even though it's not. So this is what I want to say to everyone. If you are prioritizing your pelvic health regardless of if you're religious not religious that doesn't matter we all need our health we all need our wellness okay I'm gonna just give you my opinion I don't think you should be waiting until you get married to see if things to go inside of your vagina I want to cancel that I want to make it so everyone who starts their first relationship in which they are choosing to have sexual intercourse that they are not surprised by anything Maybe you're surprised by the pain. Maybe you're surprised by what it feels like. It's a disappointment or whatever. But I don't want anyone to be surprised that nothing can get inside of their vagina. So if you are not able to get a tampon in or you know someone who cannot, please don't ignore it. Imagine how this is impacting marriages, relationships, mental health, body image, all of that. And if we can stop this before it happens... And I was talking about the impact of it happening to people who are married, people who are in relationships, even people who are not. Your mental health matters regardless of if you're in a relationship or not. You should be seeking help if you can bring yourself to do it. I know it can be embarrassing. I know it can bring shame. I know that not all of us even have insurance or access to doctors, but maybe the first step is just listening to this podcast every week and learning more about the condition. Maybe it's joining my newsletter. I have a private email club for all types of pelvic floor dysfunction, including vaginismus, where I just pour into my vaginismus community every single week through email. Encouragement, ways to get past it, discounts and things on my resources, all of that. I'll put the link in the show notes. And I have a community for people who don't have vaginismus and you just want to focus on your sexual wellness. You want to focus on your pelvic floor fitness. I have an email club for you too. All right. So you're included. There's a link in the show notes. But I want to let you know that every person with a vagina, every woman, anyone listening who wants to prepare their body for relationships, prepare their bodies for sex, prepare their bodies for marriage, whatever that is, you should be able to insert a tampon. And you don't have to wear it every day because I understand that we all are not going for the chemicals and we want to go, we want to free bleed and we want to use pads. I'm down with that. Listen, let's do it. Let's be natural. But. Can you get a tampon in there? Use your organic one. And if you can't, don't blame yourself. Don't freak out because there's help. Pelic Floor Physical Therapist can help. I can help you. This is what this podcast is for, right? Join my email club. There's so many things, right? I can't even get into all the ways I can help you at this moment, but tampon insertion, right? Because someone will say, what are the signs of vaginismus? Okay, so we're talking about that now. Tampon insertion should be able to happen with minimal to no pain. Minimal. You might have some discomfort. I believe that's normal. You might feel pressure. Yeah, that's normal. But if you're feeling pain, like, okay, this hurts, then we want to think about that. Or if you're not able to get it in at all, do not ignore. Number two, can you insert one finger? This does not have anything to do with purity. We're not even talking about masturbation. We're talking about self-assessment. We're talking about pelvic floor muscle self-screening. Just like you touch your boobs to see if there's any lumps in your boobs. You're screening yourself for breast cancer. You need to go get a mammogram to be for sure. But it is no different. Inserting a finger is about seeing if the muscles are able to relax enough to receive. Can your vagina receive? That is what we're doing, okay? So inserting a finger, that's one thing that you can do, even before you're in a sexual relationship. How do you do with your pelvic exams? When you go to get the the speculum inserted, even if it's a child-sized one or adult-sized one, how are you doing? Those should not be causing you distress and pain. I'm talking about significant pain. It is common for many of us to have mild pain during these pelvic exams they're sticking things up inside of us we're not aroused we're not lubricated so it's understandable if you're feeling pressure discomfort and i would even go as far as to say mild pain but if it is causing you significant distress significant pain you're fearful of it you're clenching your legs all of that then i want you to consider doing something about it all right and sometimes it just means reading more Sometimes it just means reading more about vaginismus. I talk a lot about vaginismus on my Instagram page. So if you're not following me over there, make sure you do. Vaginismus has also had a name change. It's now referred to as genital pelvic pain penetration disorder. And guess what, y'all? It's curable. Guess what, y'all? It's curable. I do not care if you've had it for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years I've worked with so many people who came to me telling me that they don't even believe that it's possible for them to overcome their vaginismus. And now they're done. They're discharged. They're having intercourse. They're enjoying their sex lives. I've worked with people one on one, virtually 100 percent remote to overcome their vaginismus, to be free from the fear of vaginal insertion, to be free from the fear of sex and to be free to enjoy their sex lives with the people they love. So vaginismus is curable, not just treatable, but curable. And I want to let you know that I am here for you if you're struggling with that. If you're struggling with pain at, at in any level, pelvic pain, vulvodynia, if you're having burning at the opening of your vagina, that could be vulvodynia, but you would need a medical diagnosis. I want to remind you that I am not your doctor. So anything that I say in this podcast are not medical advice. It is simply information. I'm educating you. I am not diagnosing you and I'm not treating you or curing you. This is for your information. This is for your education. So y'all vaginismus can definitely impact you, but it can also be canceled. We are canceling that thing. And I've seen time and time again, my clients one-on-one and also people who come to my Vat Stretch Labs canceling their vaginismus with time. I'm going to drop my resources below if you have vaginismus or if you know someone who might have it. And I cannot wait for you to come back to the episode next week. Relax your pelvic floor, keep breathing, and keep challenging yourself to take that next step forward. Whatever that challenging thing is for you, I want you to take that step. If it's calling to make the appointment with your pelvic floor physical therapist, if it's sending me an email, do it, do it. If it's starting with your dilators, do it. Whatever it may be, then I want you to know that you deserve to pursue your pleasure and to pursue your pelvic wellness. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, y'all. I'm going to be continuing to talk about vaginismus because it's very near and dear to my heart and I want to normalize the conversation surrounding it. So, Write this podcast five stars, leave me a review, and come on back for another episode next Monday.